0: How did he hurt his head? How did he hurt. hurt his head? How did he get that robe? She kisses Finn before she passes out. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but no one should kiss anybody in a Star Wars movie, because every time that happens... Yeah, it's, my <laughs> no, it's, it's my sister! No, I just it's just sister. that they just have no idea what the fuck they're doing. No. Porgs are cute, but... Do we need chewing, not eating a porg in the same movie that. The porg is still dead, so. Yeah, like, that's what I'm like. Why is he having a moral quandary about this? He already fucking did the deed. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Welcome into Film Tank, the weekly podcast that covers both new and classic cinema. On this episode of Film Tank, we talk about the latest entry into the Star Wars series, which is The Last Jedi, directed by Ryan Johnson. If you would like to get in touch with Film Tank, you can always email us at FilmTankShow at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at FilmTankShow. And you can listen to all of our episodes on our website, filmtankshow.com, or on iTunes. And now, here are your hosts, Nick Cheney, Toussaint Egan, and myself, Alex Diekman. Hello there again, everybody, and welcome into episode 136 of Film Tank. I am Alex Diekman, along with my guys, Nick Cheney and Toussaint Egan. Hello. Hi. Hey. Hey, guys. Hi. Just gathered to talk about a. Really small film that probably most people haven't seen. so yeah. there are no small films. Only small, small people.
2: Audi- Only small audiences.
1: <laughs> no. <Yeah>. Hmm. <laughs> well, that's why we talked about Ferdinand this week, right? Because you know,
2: yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I didn't intend to to go see that when we went to go see the theater, but as soon as I saw the the. Cardboard placard, I was like, yeah, let's go see that. And everybody was in agreement. Bowl in a China shop. Yeah, oh, Bowl yeah. in a China shop. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to say, it had a lot of heart.
1: Yeah, and it was nice because there was nobody else in the theater. So yeah. you
0: know, we really got to sink it
1: in. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. I was able to jerk off <laughs> in peace, I should add.
1: Mm. You know, we were still in the theater, so that was yeah, quite know. disappointing. Yeah. Oh. yeah we did this ten- weird st- thing where we oh. all
2: sat in different rows at different corners of the.
1: I thought you were going somewhere else with that. <laughs> <And>
0: then... <laughs> we did this weird thing.
1: So, we actually didn't see Ferdinand, believe it or not. Do you
0: not remember when I gave you a sip of my Coke? No,
2: I don't remember that at all.
1: I bet you don't. Shut the
0: fuck up!
1: (laughs) And we saw the new Star Wars film, which you can say pretty much every year now, which is something... Holy shit, I jerked off at a whole theater. (laughs) Do you want to bring Kenny back to this podcast? Because we're getting there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh we saw the newest Star Wars film, which is The Last Jedi, which is the eighth film if you're in the numbered series, uh, and the ninth film overall, and countless number of other offshoots that have happened and are planned to be happening, like the next the upcoming Han Solo movie, the potential Boba Fett film the Obi Wan movie. Yeah. So yeah. and you know, eventually we'll get the Ray film and all that good stuff.
2: And Ryan Johnson's new trilogy. Ah,
1: good. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to be completely centered around Captain Phasma. And yeah. each film is only going to be four minutes long. But yeah. hey,
0: at least we're getting Quentin Tarantino's Star Trek.
2: Yeah. Wow, I remember that. That's a really awful idea. We'll see if that comes Why? to fruition. Um, because. I would like to say that Gene Roddenberry would be rolling over in his grave, but Gene if he, Roddenberry. But if, but if he but, said that but there he, was
0: too many women on the bridge in the original series, and there were like two. Oh,
2: that's awful. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Let's yeah. not pretend that Gene Roddenberry. Yeah. Oh. Just
0: because he put people in space doesn't mean he knew what to do with them. Mm,
2: that's true. That's probably about right. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'll say this about the Quentin Tarantino Star
1: Trek revelation. I know that he has no interest in writing a script for it. So that's yeah.
0: I'm 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 just interested it seems like a fan yeah. wants to make a Star Trek mm-hmm. movie. Whereas J. J. Abrams never struck me as a person who likes Star Wars J. or Star J. J. Trek.
2: Has never given a fuck about Star Trek. It was merely a means to an end.
0: It was In his or- audition for Star Wars. Yeah, pretty much.
2: But yeah. And I'm not saying that
0: means his movies, his Star Trek movies were bad. But the idea that someone is like apparently so gung-ho about it that they are like calling meetings themselves like that's well considering this is the same guy who had studios come to him Mm -hmm. to read his you know latest script for the manson whatever Mm -hmm. um i don't know just so out of character that that makes me actually excited about it yeah but anyway we'll see it still remains to be seen for me which is oh yeah i mean it might not even get made that's what
1: i'm saying but I, I feel like I don't even want to formulate a thought about it until I'm just saying I just concrete. saw so much backlash against
0: yeah. something that doesn't even exist yet yeah. for a reason that like like I don't know it's just do people really think that there's going to be a Star Trek in which people are saying the N word and which first of all totally happens in actual Star Trek episodes I'm just saying uh, uh, not in a casual and Tarantino way which but there's a, I think I, I've a never... Deep Space Nine episode in which. Um some i mean i think i think it 's i haven 't seen it, but i think it 's in the context of racism, so to speak mm. um but you know this this is clearly not going to be a quote-unquote Tarantino Star Trek.
2: I need to look company. this up because I did not even know that this existed. So the N-word this... used to be said
0: a lot on mm. network television and not a lot in like some kind of rampant way. A very like, special episode. Yeah, uh, but of... it was weird how casual and cavalier that Archie Bunker could say it at and not, not not Archie Bunker. Yeah. Technically, Sammy Davis Jr. said it. Um, or in uh, Barney Miller, when uh, my favorite episode of television of all time, which is not a very special episode, but has Ron Glass uh, getting drunk, uh, going around the station, and basically taking pity on himself and and using the n word to create a distance between him and his fellow white coworker that Aww. he says you're looking at one mad, and it's just. Like holy shit! Whereas today, like you can't say that on network TV anymore. Like that's why we have cable. So anyway, mm-hmm. it was it was a different time. Yeah. But yeah, someone says the n word at some point during a Star Trek. So mm-hmm. would, uh, <laughs> in your opinion, let's
2: talk about Star Wars. No,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> gonna,
1: let's finish. I'm going stick with the Tarantino Star Trek thing for another second. Okay. Uh, would, in your opinion, it would it be similar uh, to something we talked about last week, which is the original Tim Burton Batman where whoever owns the rights to it is like, here's the film you can make and that's what it's going to be. Uh, I mean, would Tarantino even be interested in that? I guess the answer is yes, but that would be very out of character for him to do something I like think, that.
0: for me, this is so quote-unquote out of character, but Tarantino has always been influenced by... 60s TV, 60s slash 70s. I mean, Kill Bill is one big Charlie's Angel throwback. And obviously, um, Pulp Fiction, the whole Fox Force 5 monologue. Like, he's, he's already been, like, he clearly grew up on it as much as he grew up on cinema that, I don't know, it just seems like one of those things that, like, Maybe it's so out of character that it's in character because this'll be the one time that he wants to dabble in, you know, whatever you want to call it, studio mainstream Yeah, I mean look at Martin Scorsese, right? For the longest time he was making only movies that seemed like quote unquote Martin Scorsese, and if not that he doesn't make those movies anymore, but then he tried a Hugo and he tried a Shutter Island and things that we didn't really think that he was going to be doing twenty years prior when he was like able to turn out a at least a gangster or some kind of brutal drama every uh year or so yeah um so yeah i I don't know it's um it's one of those things where it's just so fascinating that uh if someone wants to make a star trek movie because they want to see their version of star trek get made like that that sounds interesting to me
1: I, I, I'm curious if it will involve the actors and characters from the current existing or if it'll be something completely different.
0: Yeah. I, I can't see Paramount, I think is who's got it right now. Cause that's CBS and whatnot. Um, I don't know. I can't see Paramount just like, Giving him the keys to the car, mm-hmm. so much as the keys to the kingdom, sure. Like that way, if it fails, they can be like, they know people will show up to it because it's Tarantino's name. But then, if it you know tapers off, they don't have to like keep it going. Do damage control. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I I could see it being a uh, you know, like another Starfleet and whatnot. Hmm. But um, okay. but then what's the point? I'm, That's kind of what I was thinking. Like you could just make a space you know, thing. Yeah. But each series rebooted and not rebooted but um came up with new characters. So it's just hard to do that in one film. Uh you because know, the series got and that was a Star Trek yeah. way, but You could have,
1: dead. I mean we've already seen Patrick Stewart throwing his name into the ring. I mean you yeah. could have you could have the adventures with Picard and that kind of thing yeah. in his you know episode instead of Chris Pine and um Spock and all those people. True. So True. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, see. So getting to the other oh, yeah. star battle epic. star
2: Oh, the episode's turning out.
1: What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we've never done this before, so this is fun. Yeah. Uh, the Last Jedi. Really getting a, a first reaction uh, on this is, is we've done more of these episodes recently than I feel like we did in the last couple years, uh but this was one of the first uh film series that we went and saw and had a true straight out of the theater impression of like i think of other films like mad max fury
0: road which then that didn't end up being
1: i know which is funny um but we still did it even though the episode doesn't technically exist um our episode
2: exists it's just another iteration
1: yeah right yeah uh but The Force Awakens was a true right after the screening um, and then now we have The Last Jedi and uh, it's very interesting because I feel like we're in a completely not completely but a somewhat different place uh, in the Star Wars universe because we've had all of the exterior things that revolve around disney and star wars since the force awakens like that was
2: this is a this is a post trump star wars so
1: well i was thinking differently than that but that's actually true yeah uh but we've had all of the uh promotions regarding the other characters uh other offshoot series we've had rogue one we've had the Hotel and the theme park going up in Disney
0: World. And now we know what that theme park's going to look like. What's that? Well, the subplot with the casino. Oh, Uh, uh, I thought that was basically blatant. Oh, okay. Maybe not intentional, like we need a theme, but like now that it's out there, like how is that not going to be at least a big giant section? Mm -hmm. It could be. be.
1: I I pretty much agree, but Yeah. yeah. So, this film uh, revolves around Rey having taken her first steps in the Jedi world. She joins forces with Luke Skywalker on an adventure with Leia, Finn, Poe, and Poe, that unlocks the mysteries of the Force and the secrets of the past. That doesn't yeah, really... they really unlock those mysteries. Yeah, I don't... that, And they don't really... That's fine. That's We're going to talk about that. Another IMDb winner right there. Uh, the film returns well, the...
0: To be fair, mm-hmm. they probably wrote that before a movie was like shown. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. I just meant we're reading I know. a synopsis of a movie that's been kept under secrets. Yeah. So, anyway. It'll it was, probably
2: be rewritten.
1: Was released three hours ago. So. Yeah. so the film, again, stars Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, and also Oscar Isaac returning as Poe Dameron along with a bunch of other people who we've seen previously, including Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher, and some new faces as well, including, uh, well, Adam Driver was returning as Kylo Ren, Mm -hmm. and I guess other people from the first film, uh, The Force Awakens, including Gwendolyn Christie sort of returning again, and Domho Gleason returning as General Hawks. But we also have Billy Lord, uh, Laura Dern, Justin Thoreau making a bizarre appearance, and also Benicio del Toro playing the role of DJ. Mm. As I mentioned in the intro, this film was directed by Ryan Johnson, uh, who's uh, done quite a bit of work, but nothing really recently, uh, including the films Brick, The Brothers Bloom, and uh, the film he's probably best known for before The Last Jedi, which is Looper. What
2: did you. Who was that name that you mentioned before? Benny Lord? Billy Lord. Billy Lord is that... um... Carrie Fisher's daughter. Yeah, I thought so. Mm -hmm. So,
1: we arrived here. Uh, We're now firmly entrenched in this trilogy. Oh, yes, we are. Through the second film. Oh, yes, we are. Uh,
0: And who wants to start? I'll go. Okay. Go for it. So, I'm the least Star Wars person here. Correct. mm -hmm. Whatever that means.
2: (laughs) That's it's a correct you, you statement. You give less fucks about Star Wars of anyone on, at this table.
0: That's true. Yeah, that's what um, I said, yeah. So, yeah, I thought in one sentence I'll say that I thought The Force Awakens was okay mm-hmm. as a propulsive blockbuster, but was a lacking retread. Even though I loved the new characters and I wanted to spend more time with them, mm-hmm. Um, I just thought the overall arc of that movie was how can we recapture nostalgia. Yeah. So that's how I was feeling about this franchise as a whole moving in uh, into this film. And I definitely think this movie completely puts that fear to rest. Like, I don't think this was a retread. I'm not saying that there aren't echoes of, of course. past events and such. Mm-hmm. But this felt more like an actual organic... Uh, path forward um, than it did a
2: uh, Star Wars fest, so hey, to speak. Hey, you remember Empire? Yeah, oh, and we're gonna do it. I mean, that's not to say that this isn't. No, I mean all, there I'll are wait. parallels. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll but wait. they
0: felt more thematic than they did. Um, Explicit. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'll say this: it really didn't do much for me, as far as like. It is very Star Warsy, mm-hmm. <laughs> Um so therefore, like I didn't really love it or anything like that, but particularly the second half, I thought, um, was pretty rousing. The first half was pretty rough for me. Okay. Um, I'm not a fan of pretty much almost anything that happened on the island. Oh. Um, that was all... Just pretty boring. Mark Hamill's not a very good actor. Um, Porgs galore. Like that was just like my nightmare. Um, <laughs> and I'm not saying like every moment was bad on the ION, but uh, that was just a long stretch yeah. of uh, film. If you put all those sequences together, yeah. and like it's funny because that whole sequence com- arrives at the conclusion that I had already made. Mm-hmm. So. On the one hand, it at least fulfills its destiny, which is that Yoda just burns it down and says, like, yeah, this is all bullshit. You don't need this. Yeah. And I was glad that it did that. Yeah. But it also was like, oh, I'm so glad we spent 40 minutes on this island uh, just waiting for Ghost Yoda to show up. Um, but everything outside of that, I thought was, like, for for a non-fan, was pretty engaging. Um I loved uh, Poe Dameron this time around. Like I loved him in the first movie, but I thought that this was a is an arc here. Yeah, right? uh, this was a worthy inclusion and use of him. People have
2: arcs in this movie, and, and, yeah. and I know that that sounds like such a glib, like statement to say, but it's like no. I, I feel like that is a distinguishing mark from yeah. the Last Jedi from uh, the Force Awakens because the Force Awakens was just pretty much exposition of these archetypes, and now they're really fleshing themselves out as dynamic characters
0: i agree and i'll say a couple more things before i pass it off which Mm -hmm. is that if i have one major gripe about this movie is that i thought that the stakes were too uh refractory um because every time i was excited by something Mm -hmm. it would somehow bend back to its original stasis Mm -hmm. like for example you know um quote unquote, um, like Kylo Ren's big turn, which I thought was fascinating with Rey. And it's not that I don't buy that he's still evil or anything like that. But um, every time they tease you with something that might have a giant impact on this universe, you have to realize we pretty much end this movie in the exact same place that we began it. Um, Luke's not a factor in this resistance. Uh, Kylo Ren is still a bad boy. Um, Ray and Finn and Poe are in the same base. Like it, it is a weird way to circle back to the beginning for yeah. for me at least, and that ultimately is not very satisfying. Even if I enjoyed it on a moment to moment basis, so. But things I liked were the uses of the new characters that I enjoyed from the last movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Almost all of the inclusion of new characters to this installment, other than Rose, which was really fucking awkward. What? That, wait, yeah, you I'd...
2: wait, you put Benicio del Toro's character over Rose? Yeah, he's in it for like what, fuck? five minutes. Oh
0: yeah, I'm sorry. What we have to do is save the ones we love, which, like, okay, but hold on now. her entire arc. So why does she give, as a soldier, so to speak, Mm -hmm. why does she give a monologue that says we can't kill the ones we hate, we have to save the ones we love? That's not
2: how... Okay, well, what did she say? Well, she says, like, that's how we're going to win this war, is, like, not by fighting what we hate, but by saving what we love.
0: Wow, that was so different than what I just said. Okay, not by fighting what we hate, but saving what we love, but all Finn was doing with the exact same thing that her sister did? So... Like, I don't know, it's just kind of, like... Yeah. And not to mention, she kisses Finn before she passes out. Like, I'm sorry, but Star Wars has, like... No one should kiss anybody in a Star Wars movie, because every time that happens... It's my sister! No, I was thinking... It's it's, it's just that They just have no idea what the fuck they're doing. (laughs) Um, And this was another case of that. And, yeah, I'm sorry, but the whole Rose thing... They had no chemistry. The idea that yeah. he's putting a blanket on her at the end was just one of the most forced uh, things of sentiment I've seen on a screen all day. Like, he is way. I'm sorry, but him I, being gay with Finn. I agree. Er, yeah. With Poe? With Poe, po. yeah. I, I, is way more organic at this point than yes. whatever the hell. Like, they went out of their way to make him straight. Yeah. And yet, John Boyega can't sell that, so. Uh, in this instance, I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, like, that's just really fucking weird to me. Yeah, um,
2: They know what people want. They're like, no, no yeah. because we're Disney. No. we got to be safe. So, no, Disney.
1: And did, it, it, wait, and
2: didn't they
0: say that there was going to be the first ever gay character in Star Wars? Yeah, yeah but you don't know who it is. Like, che- oh. Chewbacca. Oh yeah, so I like, man. Like, and I'm not saying I was like looking for it. On the one hand, it's better love finds a way. It's better that I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about than they have a Beauty and the Beast situation and be like, oh, gay people like to put on dresses. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm glad that I guess I I couldn't tell who because I'd rather not tell if they're gonna fuck it up that royally. But no, uh, Finn and Rose is not just a horrible idea, but. Um, it just was executed really. Like, it was really uncomfortable to sit through because the rest of the movie made sense to me as a non-fan, but mm-hmm. that was just so forced, and I really hope that it's just not there in the third movie, but I'm sure it will be. So, yeah. um, Overall, I enjoyed a lot of cool moments, and I can't wait to talk about certain scenes with yeah, you guys. Yeah. Um, so as a so. non-fan, I was surprised that it worked for me, even if I don't really love it.
2: mm mm-hmm. Uh, I would say that I am a – I would say that I'm a fan of Star Wars. Yeah, definitely. I mean looking back at our last episode for The Force Awakens, like I was very enthusiastic about that film and I thought that it was it was good. But it sort of like fades from my memory and I think that's all you have to really say about it. Um, I'm going to have to disagree with you, Nick, about the ending for this film because I feel like, yeah, they do end up in the – pretty much the same point but it's not like those characters haven't changed like I, I, I think that Kylo Ren is like I must, as much as you want to say that he's still the bad boys like he's already ascended to another plane of like of, of, of hierarchy within that, that same like universe and I feel like we started off um, from the beginning like not knowing why Luke left and then we do know at the end why he left and he actually has an arc that he actually like sort of like moves through I, I can understand like knowing
0: he's- Killing of Snoke and taking that place, so yeah. to speak, felt more to me like house cleaning than it did character well, progression. No, but like I, that they just wanted to get one villain out of the way as, in this movie.
2: I, that's just. I mean, I I, I can see that I, from the perspective of somebody looking from the outside in, but within the actual context of can, like, I,
1: can I? When you're done with that thought, you, I want to jump in on something that Nick's talking about.
2: Okay, so the whole thing about. Kylo Ren killing Snoke like that actually plays into um, into the actual universe of Star Wars because we've already pre-established that there's as many as maybe like two Sith like Jedi at at, at one point two Sith at at one point there's a master and there's an apprentice and the only way that an apprentice can become a master is by killing their master like that that's how it is like he becomes mm. the new Sith master in that sort of way. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm good with it. I mean, I I Okay, so like off of that tangent, like did you want to yeah. yeah.
1: So, just... two things regarding that scene, which I actually thought was the best scene of the film. Mm. Um first, I thought that was an absolutely fantastic moment because um In The Force Awakens, they set up a lot of similar characters that were in the original trilogy, as Snoke is very similar to the Emperor. You've got the Darth Vader obvious parallel, which is actually commented on multiple times in this film, which I thought was kind of funny, actually. Um, And then you've got Ray, and you've got the young Harrison Ford character in Poe and whatever. But we see a lot of the characters going on different journeys throughout this film, as you kind of alluded to earlier, Nick. Uh, And I, I thought that scene was actually very pivotal for this specific trilogy because it really took all the people who complained about the original film being too close to A New Hope and pretty much said, well, here we go into our own direction because... The Emperor is not going to make it to the end of this, and then we're going to destroy Anakin's lightsaber, so that's not going to be here, so they can fight over the magic wand uh for the rest of this of the series. What magic wand are you talking about? Lightsaber. So,
0: yeah, Anakin's Luke's, lightsaber that is supposed
2: Luke's to be like Anakin. Yeah, it's supposed to be like the
1: magical
0: They rip it in half. Yeah, yeah I know
2: that they rip it in half, like, and you're saying that this completely goes off in its own direction, but I feel like well, what, what Nick was—I I, I feel what, like it's—it's it's, what Nick it, was saying before with like this this film sort of like thematically like aligning itself along the same arc as Empire Strikes Back. Like they lose lightsaber just like in Empire, where Luke loses lightsaber, and in between that he has to build his own lightsaber. He didn't have a master, so yeah. it'll probably be the same thing for Rey, where she has to build her own lightsaber. The whole confrontation at the end, where the the novice protagonists like. Punches above their weight in order to try to confront the big bad, and it turns out that there is a a, a a a a second to third like act twist where they are completely just like caught off guard. Like I feel like that is reflected in this film as well. I didn't really care about the killing of of Snoke; that was shocking. It was really the the team up between uh, Ray and Kylo that I really enjoyed because um in past iterations of of Star Wars you have like the Imperial Guard and you're supposed, and being a fan of it I've read about them they're supposed to be really badass and seeing them actually go toe to toe with two like highly trained like Jedi was really awesome It's like it's yeah, cool to yeah. finally see like a non-Jedi um character go up against a Jedi and and almost win in that sort of way I
1: guess kind of closing up what I was uh, remarking about about that specific scene is that I felt like That that was finally the torch being completely taken away from the original series and saying, here we go off into our own story. It only took four and a half hours between the first half of this film and The Force Awakens. But the rest of this trilogy is going to be its own thing. And we're not going to have the shadow of the Emperor and fighting over Luke's lightsaber, which is actually gone on for the entire thing for the most part um in, in the entire first two films uh, in that way and i just i just really enjoyed that part of it and i mean the the image of kylo ren and ray fighting against the guards uh in the way that that was shot uh the just everything about it it just um it was just one of the best scenes that's ever come out of this entire
2: series mm-hmm. that, i thought that the the fight scene with Kylo and Rey against all the the Imperial like guards was yeah. one of the best interpersonal scenes like one of the, the ground level scenes that I really enjoyed one of the best like set piece scenes like one of the best sweeping scenes was Laura Dern's character like hyperspace uh, jumping into in, in, into yeah. the, the the Imperial Starship and just like that blaze of light and all like that was brilliant and, and the fact that it was it was entirely silent which is something that i'm not used to seeing with uh with star wars in fact yeah. like it's, it's you can't have like neil degrasse was like okay well i guess that 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 explosion is uh is is uh scientifically accurate and i was like shut the f yeah but uh it was beautiful don't let him get into your head i know don't let him don't <laughs> he likes god. to ruin things oh god i can see him <laughs> it's like, yeah. can you put a that, towel on yeah yeah that was um that was pretty hilarious uh, there there's that's another thing. There were a lot of like really funny moments oh, in this yeah. Oh,
0: this movie's got jokes. I mean <laughs> don't be like
2: that. It's it's a lot more, it more hu- it's a lot more humorful than than what I'm used to out of a Star Wars film, a lot more Yeah untypically like
0: yeah. I'm saying the Force Awakens had humor. This felt like it had humor with a capital H, which yeah. I guess I was surprised by and for the most part it worked. I'm just trying to figure out how the humor works in being juxtaposed next to which Technically, like, the bleakest hour for the Resistance, which yeah. I know, like, most people would How argue. many
1: bleakest hours have they had?
0: Well, this <laughs> felt like the end of the rope, uh, at least in this trilogy, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, and I know most people are going to say, well, that's why the humor is there, to lighten the mood and humanize the fight, but in my opinion, like, you know, I don't know, porgs are cute, but... Do we need chewing, not eating a porg in the same movie that. The porg is still dead, so. Yeah, like, that's what I'm like. Why is he having a moral quandary about this? He already fucking did the deed. Yeah. Might as well at least benefit from it. Yeah. So,
2: anyway. Um, tonally, I think that this film has. It has its peaks and it has its valleys, and I think that they all sort of, like, come together into a, a cohesive whole. I like how this film sort of. Returning back to it, is like I think, like it does repeat a lot of the the sort of beats of Empire Strikes Back without explicitly like paying nod to them all the time. And I also like the fact that they sort of incorporate a little bit of world building that is meant to inject some moral gray, or as as much gray as Star Wars, something as monolithic and as as like binary as star Wars is willing to actually like flirt with, with a type of like gray area in between where you have Rose's character talking about the, um, uh, the, the people who frequent the, uh, casino world as being war profiteers who actually like sell weapons to both sides and how that there is a form of child slavery that actually buffers much of that, uh, that same war profiteering. And then you also have, um, like Luke Skywalker in himself, like not, not even in his, in his flippant like old man bullshit sort of way um, when he's actually like talking to Rey and like te- teaching her and talking about how he became a legend and that sort of divorced him of the ability to be fallible and that is ultimately why he ended up failing his nephew. Um, I think that that was – that was probably like some, some of the inter- most interesting moments of this film. For me, yeah.
0: speaking of gray matter, so to speak, um, the reason why, like I, you know, I think Alex, you made the joke earlier about um, how I hated Rose, but not Benicio del Toro's character, and to oh, be- Toussaint, but that's okay. Oh, I was Toussaint, yes, I think you made that comment earlier. <laughs> oh, guess it was. Oh, yes, it was. Um, um, well, I- ironically, you just kind of. Not proved, but I but say substantiated you, what your what your claim like was. You you highlighted what I liked about mm-hmm. Benicio del Cor- Toro's minor character, which is that for the brief time he's on screen, and he lays out his own thesis, but mm-hmm. also what pertains to the movie as a whole. Yeah. But the idea that in this fight, the good slash bad. Uh, whatever you call it, sides are much closer than you think, which is why I never really took him as like a villain where some people might say like, oh, he betrayed them. Like, oh it's man, he's more... on his own journey. Right. He's, he's uh, an and opportunist. Yeah. He literally showed them that the same people who are supplying the, you know, the... Uh, what do you, First, order. First Order with their ships are also supplying the Resistance, uh, the resistance with their ships. Which is which, something I've, I've
1: never thought about, yeah, by the way. exactly. But now I am. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: And I, A, I thought that scene was great. And B, that's why I thought his whole mini arc, so to speak, was actually one of my favorite parts. Because it was one of the few times when I thought the film nailed a characterization of a character. No matter how small. Whereas, like, Kylo Ren might be my favorite character in this entire trilogy. Yeah. Um, but I'm also skeptical about certain things until I see the last installment.
2: versus and I maybe I'm just interpreting here like compared to Benicio del Toro's character whose name I do not remember and I will probably it's not DJ. look up. D, oh, yeah. his DJ. His name's DJ.
1: Really dug deep for that one. DJ
2: um uh compared to DJ uh <laughs> Rose uh is sort of not one dimensional, but sort of sacring compared to that. Especially when when repeating I her her I whole like, thesis. Would they have
0: written a man that way? Uh, Just saying. Uh, like I felt like that was one of the few times when I was looking at a cliche of a certain gender stereotype. Hmm. The idea that her ultimate thing has to be love is. It just felt very much like... Love for her sister. Other oh, than like Leia. Yeah. Because like, this is in a movie where we have Leia and we have... Um, I don't forget Dern's character. Like, Halda or Alda. All, Halda. Halda. Yeah. Like, I thought her mini Hodor. arc was great. Codor, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, that's you why... A
1: of, you have a lot of ups and downs with her character, too. Because yeah. Because you have... But it's a good... Yeah. No, yeah. It, it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But then Rose just... like having I, mean, I don't know. Just every beat was just false and... Um, and you have a backdrop of so many great female characters, and a Ray, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so anyway,
2: I have to um, mention something that I had a theory of, and I was kind of beating it pretty hard, like just to just. You were beating it really shut hard. Shut the fuck up! I didn't. No, I'm serious. Yeah, I was. You should have saw this guy. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, I butter everywhere. I just like Nick during Ferdinand. Wow. Um, I. And that ain't no bowl. <laughs> I enjoyed the scene where Ray goes into the um, the cave uh, below the From where
0: she falls down. Well, yeah,
2: she yeah. she falls down. She sees like this mirrored surface that kind of like yeah. reflects her in like many different iterations. Mm-hmm. And I thought that it ultimately was going to lead to so a, did she a sort of um, confirmation of a theory that I had about
1: and yet Kylo Ren you were, ruined your childhood. About you are both why. wrong.
2: Actually, well, no, I still actually kind of. Uh, you retain, think Kylo I, Ren's a trickster, huh? No, I don't I don't think he's uh-huh. a I don't think he's a trickster. I think he's actually telling the truth when he said who raised parents are is like but it's not that doesn't answer what my theory was. Like, yeah, you like he said that, yeah, your parents were just like junk rats on Jakku who sold you for like drink and they were just they were nothing. You came from nothing. And I'm just like and I thought thought of that and I'm just like, well, Anakin came from nothing.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah, Don't
1: do that. Except he didn't have a father. so. I
0: Ooh. mean, he literally did. Hmm? He, was, he was an immaculate conception. Yeah. I thought that he was, though. That's what they went for. Oh, yeah. did they? Mm? Yeah, that's oh. what they went for. So. Yeah, I haven't seen those movies in forever. That's yeah. probably fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, he's really an immaculate
2: conception? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the midichlorians
2: yeah, just made he, that happen.
0: Even his mom didn't get laid. Wow.
2: Um, <laughs> thanks, guys. Yeah, I still maintain that I – Sand is so coarse. I still maintain my theory that Rey is Anakin's – I'm sorry. Re-
0: I will pay my phantom penis.
2: <laughs> okay, I'm done. That's cool. I'm Man. done. No, Please I'm finish. Gone. We'll – I still maintain my theory yeah. that Rey is um, Anakin's reincarnation. I just think that going off of this film, I see the, the direction that they're going, and they're probably never going to explicate that. And I'm – I'm, okay. I'm okay with that. I'm 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 okay with that. It's like I I think that my fear is strong enough that I I can I can still hold to it even if they never co- like confirm it one way or another. It's sort of like like uh Finn po. Yeah. I think that they have more chemistry than um uh,
0: yeah, except this movie pretend like
2: that's not even possible apparently. Yeah. It's like it's like, "Oh Finn, you're you're naked and you're leaking.
0: Let's get you covered up
2: cuz you- I don't
0: want to see that." Oh wow.
1: Well. <laughs> Who calls Finn Big F? Because I think I was... Uh, that's only... DJ. Oh, okay. I think I was the only person in the theater yeah. that had a gap- chuckle laugh out of that. I did. <laughs> like, I thought it was Big great. F. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah.
2: The fight between Finn and Phasma was really cool. Let's talk about Phasma a little bit.
1: Um... Yeah, I think Disney said we tried twice, and we have no fucking idea what to do with this character, so we're just yeah. going to erase her. We
0: see so much Dom Hall Gleason, and I actually really like his character, so mm. I'm not
1: saying, but... He was way better than in the first film. Oh,
0: absolutely. In mm. fact, it makes me like his performance in the first film even more. Like I, This is like a clear trajectory, mm. um, but like some of that could have been trimmed to somehow give Phasma, but... I also don't see what they really could have done, because she has to mm. su- just be the... Mm-hmm. Like, a stormtrooper, by definition, is just a... And I know these movies, are guess, sur- are trying to suggest something else, because the, sh- the lingering shot of her flesh is trying to say that there's still a human inside there, but uh. just like Finn, I, at least I think thematically, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. But I thought, like, Finn, technically, like, and I'm not a Star Wars nerd, mm. but tell me if I'm wrong... Thin is a complete made-up thing for this new trilogy. Like that, really. Before this trilogy, like that was not really something that
2: could happen. What do you mean, the precedent? Because a, they're a just supposed to be brainwashed. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, first of all, I mean, if we want to get really nerdy, yeah. So, let's do it. in the original trilogy, uh, all of the are they just clones? Yeah, they're just clones. Yeah. yeah. So now that's completely- so. How can we have
0: a white and a black one? Because what they explain this
1: in The Force Awakens that that is where the brainwashing comes in because they kidnap children and brainwash them to be soldiers. Oh, yeah. yeah,
2: and they're given a a his whole no. name is is from his. But so it's a retcon. His, his number, yeah. So it's not a retcon. It's uh, a new iteration of the of of the whole, Empire that becomes the first. There's order.
1: a whole explanation yeah. about why it is more successful than just having clones, right? Okay.
0: Um I wanna... But he's still an anomaly made by a writer to get a decent character out of it, which I'm yep. totally fine with. Mm-hmm. But then that's why I just like don't understand why they're trying to draw parallels between him and Phasma. And I don't mean like that they're like explicit parallels. Because Phasma's his
2: nemesis. Yeah, but... I think she? it's
1: just a storyline that they decided that they had nothing with. It was a cool fight, just... though. I'll give yeah. it that. Yeah. They, just, they just deleted it, and they're like, we're just going to skip yeah.
2: past this. I think that... I like I like Donald Gleason in this. I think that my favorite scene was. Probably at the beginning when he ends up getting face planted onto the uh, the brig and gets dragged across the floor by Snoke, that I reminded me of my That reminded me of uh, Gandalf getting his ass kicked uh, by, yeah, S- by Saruman. When when he, when he, yeah, when he's just oh, like break dancing in that. Yeah, I
0: totally I rewatched that for yeah. the first time in forever, and yeah. I did not remember that. At it's all. amazing and isn't when it? it happened. I was like, go ninja, go ninja, go, go ninja, go ninja, go. Yeah, go, ninja, go. Anyway,
2: um, so I really enjoyed that. Um, I think that Phasma is. Like I I read the story about how Ryan John- Johnson almost forgot to include Phasma in this movie and I thought what what better of a way to pay homage to like Boba Fett than to literally create a character meant to be made in the mold of a cult classic in that way and then to accidentally forget to include them in their own movie. It's like it's like George Lucas when he killed Boba Fett. And he's like, I didn't think anybody would find that character very popular. I'm just like they didn't even intend to do that. That's I mean, incredible. That was
1: probably in terms of the way that the actual film and the characters were portrayed. Captain Phasma and Poe were the biggest complaint that they were pretty much minimal in yeah. the Force Awakens, and this was like, oh, here's more Poe, and we've got nothing for Captain Phasma, so she's gone, bye bye. Yeah, I mean, I don't think she even appears until like an hour and fifteen minutes in.
0: You no, know <laughs> like she literally appears to be killed. Like by so. the time she shows up, it's not the exact same scene. But she's arriving <laughs> yeah. to just be killed. She off.
1: arrives, I think, the first time when uh, DJ, yeah, and, uh, and Finn betrays that. I think. Well, no, it's when they're trying to get into the. Oh, uh, and then you're just men, caught, and then they're caught. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. got anything else to start off with, Tucson? Or,
2: um, I mean, that's that's all that I have off the top of my head. I also think that overall, did you like
1: the film? I did. There.
2: I okay. did. I did like the film. I wasn't like blasted away by it. I think that more has to say with the fact that I'm I'm I mean when I when I walked out of this film I thought of one of my one of my best friends and how thanks buddy I'm not I'm not talking about you. You it's are talking about you, me. You are you are <laughs> two of my best friends, that is true. But I'm talking um, about somebody else. I'm talking I'm talking about one of my other best <laughs> well, friends who, who who shall not be named, but it's like usually when we go to see a movie together and we come out of it and they're very your dad? and they're very enthusiastic about it. Their their go to line about things is like, oh man, that was great. It's like, what could what more could you you ask for? Like that seems to be like the main retort of any type of like criticism towards like a big tentpole film that was that 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 was in and of itself competent, but maybe there might have been like actual um like not deficiencies, but some things where it was kind of weak, and where versus where it was strong. And I don't know. I just I I I, I don't want to play into into hype. I think that this was a great film. I think that it set itself apart. I think it distinguished itself in a way that the force awakens did not. Um, I will probably rewatch it again. I will say that after the destruction of the, the, the first order ship, and when they go back to that um, that one planet where they're making like their last stand, I thought, okay, this is running a little bit long. And then yeah. they actually like, get into like the final like set piece and stuff. Like oh. I thought
0: the final set piece was like two set
2: pieces before that. Really? What set piece?
0: The um, the whole blowing up the trigger slash um, Ray escaping or showing up slash. Uh, the escape, like I just thought, that whole thing was yeah. I uh, I actually, didn't realize they were going to go to a whole other planet.
1: I actually, it thought, felt like an
2: extra thirty minutes. Yeah. That
1: I thought when uh, when the gun was uh, preparing to shoot at Luke Skywalker, I thought there was going to be a hard cliffhanger right there. Actually.
2: So did I. I yeah.
0: thought he was going to walk into mm-hmm. the, the credits. Yeah, yep. yeah, but no.
2: Yeah, but um, I I think that those are my just initial criticisms right now. I I, I thought overall it was a good film and just. I'm just not the kind of person to be blown away by it. Now I was like, mm-hmm, yeah. Okay.
1: So I'm the biggest Star Wars fan here. Yes, you are. I am. And I even like the prequels for the most part. That's
2: okay. There's good parts of them. Yeah, there's some. Not General Grievous. You don't like General Grievous. I like General Grievous That's in the 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 Gendy Tarkovsky like mini series mm-hmm. where he's actual like badass where he's hunting Jedi versus where he's sort of like this this. Asthmatic, like elderly, hunched over, like Nosferatu. Yeah, like he asshole. seems like
1: he's got throat <laughs> cancer. Yeah. yeah, because
2: he in, in, in the the Clone Wars, like mini trilogy, he actually gets his um, his chest like crushed by Mace Windu, which is a really awesome scene. You should oh, watch
1: that. I would have liked to have seen that in the movies. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> we got him seeming like he smoked too much. So that's okay. Mm. Yeah, so uh, very much looking forward to this film. I, I was super excited for it. I absolutely
0: love this. I thought this was fantastic. I thought this, watching it, mm-hmm. I basically kept thinking that this would be everything you would want from, oh a, from God, a new yeah. Star Wars movie, in a good way. Like, um, I, I was to, like, if I was a Star Wars fan, I'd be eating this up. And that's the
1: first thing I said to Dusan when we, we got here right before you arrived, Nick, is that I feel like the masses are going to eat this shit up because Mm -hmm. this is... I don't really know what else Disney slash Lucasfilm can do um, to improve upon this. And apparently
0: there's like an hour and a half of footage left off the cutting room table. But but that's okay because I think
1: the final product actually is a little bit too long and I think that that was something that I would definitely say is one of... I've got some other critiques as well, but... I think this is pretty much what they're aiming for is, is right in here where it's, you've got stakes, you've got battles, you've got, um, good transitions between characters. Like there's no Darth Vader reveal here. There's, there's nothing that's going to blow anybody away, but you, you're on film number nine now. Like you are past fun things that you can do with new series. Like this is a, series that has planted its flag for 40 years and it's got a very loyal legion of fans uh, that are honestly way too into it myself included
2: i mean it's star wars it's 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 something that was that was big enough to be bought by disney and transformed into the forever franchise now
1: Yeah. yeah but um I will say, I feel like if you want to compare the star Wars films to the long list of Marvel films, and we don't necessarily need to go down that road, <laughs> but I, I feel like there's been a lot more attention to detail paid in these last two star Wars films, not rogue one. We're not going to necessarily include that in. Cause that's a whole different thing, but force awakens had its own time and place. And Uh, When we did the episode two years ago, I said that I would probably like it just as much, if not more, if it was just a stepping stone into a whole different direction, which I don't think that this is going in a different direction, necessarily. But this really, I think, cemented itself as its own entry into the series. I mean, we got so many moments here that I thought were fantastic. I mean, first of all, uh, something that's going to be lost on this film because the character was... Uh, killed off in one of the you know most interesting moments of the film, Admiral Akbar. Yeah, well, that was kind of <laughs> they actually killed them off. I know off screen too. How about that? <laughs> um, but uh, Supreme Leader Snoke. I actually thought Andy Serkis was fantastic as yeah. him. Yeah, um, and Great. that sucks because he's a very minor character now in the history of the
2: story of stars oh don't worry we're gonna get all those novels and comics that go into his sordid backstory
1: I kinda wanna see that to be totally honest with you because he how seems... did
2: he hurt his head how did okay. he hurt his head how did he get that robe
1: he is he is way more powerful than
2: the emperor was when he least. whacked her when he whacked Rey with the uh, the lightsaber when it was like no, circling around I'm just like wow damn he's really good yeah <laughs> so
0: petty uh,
1: yeah, um, but I I love the idea that he's so focused on what's in front of him that he can't see what's right next to him, and I I love that idea. That's how it be sometimes, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that whole portrayal uh, by Andy Circus, who for me is always pretty much fantastic, and whenever he does, um, I thought was actually very good and a, a very nice stepping stone into uh, Kylo Ren becoming the dark lord of the First Order um, I have very little complaints about this film uh, I think it is probably a little bit too long uh, you know, probably like 15 minutes too long I think there definitely was some fat to be trimmed here but every every moment when for me at least it felt like it was getting a little bit boring we got something that was awesome Um when we see the ship go into um, hyperdrive and yeah. drive through, uh, that is probably one of the high points of the Star Wars franchise because they did something cool that honestly, probably most people hadn't thought of, and it seems yeah. so obvious, just like a magic trick. But at the same time, when I saw it like lining up, I was like, "Oh goodness, yeah, this could be she, great." she has
2: got one more jump.
1: Right, and then it was, and it's just it, it. The the great thing is that the first order people on the bridge are basically playing the audience at this point when they're like, uh "Oh, yeah. oh, this is this this bad, yeah. this very bad." Yeah, Jane in trouble. Um, <laughs> Jane in trouble. <laughs> yeah, no, and it 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 worked out perfectly, and at the same time, it accomplished a lot of things because a it allowed uh, the rebellion to escape. It had a nice ending to the fight between uh, Ray and Kylo Ren. I mean, it just provided so many tie-ups to the uh, end of the second act that I thought was absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I agree with you, Nick, that it seemed like that was actually probably the end of the film there, but we had the, you know, the finish here. Yeah. Um, Yeah. In terms of, I have other other problems with it, like Benicio del Toro. I don't know why he's stuttering. I thought that was an interesting character trait for the first like couple minutes, but then I got thought it was annoying. Not like Jar Jar Binks annoying, but like. <laughs> I don't need this in my life, annoying. And Benicia del Toro is a fantastic actor, which thought that took away a little bit from his performance. Mm-hmm. Justin Thoreau was in this for whatever reason. Well,
0: seems like I, he was acting in a different movie. Talk about that really quick. Okay. Because I'm convinced that <laughs> that is where Kevin actually ends up when Kevin dies in the leftovers. Wow. Just saying.
2: Okay. Star Wars is the afterlife.
0: No, that casino is. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, in in terms of other, also this is a
0: plug to say that the leftover season three was the greatest season of television this year.
1: Watch. It. Oh, okay. I we okay. Say. I was worried you were going to say ever there. I was like, wow.
0: It's in the top something because okay. it truly is
1: one of the greatest final. I still have seasons. to watch it. I enjoyed the first two seasons. Even season though it's three not is like,
0: thing. holy shit! This is like reach. I've never seen a TV show actually reach its potential. Okay. I guess I Good. have. But not in a way where I was like, God damn you. God damn you. <laughs> um, anyway. I think uh, for me
1: personally, my biggest disappointment from this, and I think it says a lot about this film, is that it's something that's actually very minor. Um, but I was waiting for the big droid duel between BB-8 and the bad uh, Empire droid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we never I, got that. In fact, I guess I never thought about that. That's fine. No, I'm not saying. But,
2: um, we'll get that in the third film.
1: Yeah. Uh but we got it, it seemed like they wanted to include that in the promotional material and on the poster and even someone in the in the early traces when we see the whatever his name is the bad droid BB9 something Yeah. yeah. Um But really, it's just to sell toys because it's just completely... Well, this whole
0: movie. It is. I don't just mean that in a Star Wars way. I mean, like, this is that in Hyperdrive. God, Um,
2: Star Wars really sold out when when Disney bought them. It's not like they were ever gross about this before.
0: Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, from a trailer alone, I'm like, oh, we're going to have Porgs. We're going to have more BBs. But then by the end, I'm like, now we're fucking meeting ice Pokemon's. Yes. Like this is yes. just really, yes, really something. Yeah,
2: we're also gonna have those those um, elephant trunk uh, nun characters on the island. Yeah, who are gonna, oh, I thought yeah. you
0: were gonna say the ones that uh, Luke sucked from the teats. <laughs>
2: Oh, I want to talk about that. That's actually one of my favorite scenes in the film so when he turns you about,
1: on. We can talk about that. Yeah. Uh, but I'll just say in closing to my opening remarks that I thought this film was absolutely fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I've got a lot more thoughts that we'll, we'll get to here in the next you know, little bit, but – Please talk about Luke sucking from
0: the elephant tip.
2: Yeah, let's talk about that. Okay, so that's where green milk comes. from. That's where green milk comes from. Oh man, that's so awesome! Yeah, that's. Oh, so...
0: you didn't. didn't Even like, I picked up. That's by that's,
2: that. That. So, that's totally a typo. I thought that was awesome. That it comes from like this weird like. But we still don't know where blue milk comes from, right? It, it looks like some 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 weird Greedo esque character with pss- like multiple teats. Some and like the, some like prolapsed anus face that kind of like looks at Ray and then Ray looks at him like, oh, that's gross. And I think that green. Milk and blue milk. The only difference is like how the many hours how many hours <laughs> you you leave it out. I think that so once it, once hours
1: it, you leave it once, out. Once
2: you, once you, once it spoils a little bit, it becomes blue. Yeah.
1: You are. I'm sorry. You're right in the Star Wars real he, house too.
0: <laughs> okay, I know I joked about him sucking from the teat, but why does he go through all that effort to put it into a bottle when he's sipping from the bottle immediately? Why not
2: just squirt it in your mouth? He's got to have some decency. Well, yeah, he's going to have it for later.
0: No, I'm just saying. Have
2: some now, save some for later. You can fill
0: your bottle up at a spigot, but that doesn't mean you still don't put your mouth on that spigot.
2: Dude, (laughs) leave him alone. He's trying to live his life.
0: Well, he failed at that because he did.
2: Yeah. Also, I love that spoilers. scene. Um, well, how is it a spoiler? We're spoiling every goddamn thing on this. Yeah,
0: it was mm. a joke.
2: Yeah, um, the spoilers. The, the last shot of him um, sitting on the the cliffside with the two moons like rising, like two suns rising. Uh, that was Ooh. beautiful.
1: So, so how about the uh, the final? Because I'm sure people will have. Thoughts about the uh, bizarrely anticlimactic final showdown between he and Kylo Ren, where basically all he's trying to do His is stall, stall him. Which,
0: okay, mm-hmm. I have a question. Mm-hmm. If you're just trying to stall, wouldn't you tell the people you were just in the same room with that that's what you're trying to do? I'm sure Why they're... is that a cryptic puzzle? No, no, no! Don't go help him. He's trying to tell us something. Oh, he's trying to stall. Oh. I, I don't know. I uh, and also, and I, I hate to pick apart sci-fi blockbusters. Oh no! But I'm going to say one thing. Oh no! Just because it's so ridiculous how it's edited and mm-hmm. filmed. So the entire hangar blows up, and every stormtrooper dies, but Finn and Rose just, like, get up. I,
2: all I'm saying is, like... They were just like, conveniently without uh, the blast radius. There were other stormtroopers that didn't die, too.
0: No, that entire hangar no, was wiped out. No, no they were, came they, in from no. another area to come handle them, but that the, entire... The, the continuity between is... They're literally that is, in a blast radius no, the, the, the around con, them. The
2: continuity between in that is actually, here is actually... What?
1: So we're getting real nerdy here, guys. Yeah, like,
2: that's not nerdy. That's just bullshit. The moment when that hangar blows up and then Finn wakes up, like Think something shit about something this? has has occurred, where like Phasma is walking in from the 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 debris smoke on the other side. She was right there, fucking next to him. Yeah. What? Yeah, she yeah. was right there, fucking next to him when we're about to fucking is, execute
0: them. There's A shot of Finn standing up, and he is surrounded by decimated stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't
2: know, man. I think I think just like I why think, not I think, have I think like, like about a this few of way them too like rub their head, yeah, or something like, oh, that blast
0: hurty, like
2: <laughs> he was know. knocked out and and Rose literally just like woke him up.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm aware. It's the of power that. of love, man. Yeah. <sighs>
2: okay, that's fine. Also, her necklace was a conductor. Yes,
0: it was. Yeah. That was crazy. I didn't see that coming.
2: Well, that's great because. Just like Quicksilver
1: over there. Nice. For, yeah. For the whole thing.
2: yeah. <clears throat> it was a nice okay. like beat that sort of uh, cast out onto whether or not Vinicio Del Toro's character of DJ was a complete asshole or not.
1: So mm-hmm. let's talk about uh, some individual parts of this film, and one that really doesn't have a lot of weight on the rest of the film but was just kind of there to be entertaining, uh, which was the casino scene when they go and find dj because they don't really rescue him they
2: didn't really go to look for dj they were looking for another character who just so happens to not uh... justin theroux was yeah who they were yeah, looking who, for. yeah who just didn't give a but
1: fuck. they didn't end up with him so they got what they got right. um and
0: that
2: which i
0: thought he was the master code breaker like no no but like maz basically says that nobody else can do this
3: mm-hmm.
0: but yeah
1: uh, that was definitely something that I will say was uh shoehorned into yeah. this film and it's not even trying to hide it. No. It's like we don't want this character, but some people kind of liked her, so here's thirty seconds. Oh man,
0: union disputes <laughs> <laughs> those
1: are hilarious.
2: I miss Maz. I liked her.
1: Yeah, well maybe she'll appear in the third film. Well, but yeah, soon. the the casino scene I actually thought was very interesting, we got to see all kinds of different creatures and in... see how the one percent lives, yeah, and the one percent of the creatures uh that's something that I think I, I was trying to get at about this film is that for me at least every little moment, even if it's something that I was like that was kind of dumb yeah. uh had a payoff um in a, in usually in a good way because. Like, the whole thing about the drunk creature putting the coins into BB-8 I thought was kind of stupid. Yeah. Uh, and I thought the payoff with him shooting the coins was kind of dumb. Yeah. But I did love when he was rolling around to hear the coins rolling around in him. I thought that was actually pretty brilliant.
0: <laughs> I don't like how we lingered on what I guess with a f- breast and fat shaming joke when we're just like... With that one female creature who screams. and oh, the, 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 camera the seems, opera singer. Yeah, so. yeah. The camera seems to just be like, yeah, look at it. This woman's fucking disgusting. Really? Yeah, that uh, was the only reason why.
1: I mean, she was an opera singer who was like letting go of her big note. Huh?
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, I guess I didn't even know she was an opera singer until that point, mm-hmm. which I, I mean, thought I, she I, was I, just screaming.
1: I guess I, that's what I gathered from the way that she was... Letting her voice go,
0: uh, I just thought we were supposed to like laugh at this hideous one percenter who like <laughs> indulges in everything um i mean i i didn't
1: yeah i I don't know i the whole scene was.
0: We were one second away from pod racing at that point. Yeah, that I thought I
2: literally thought they were, were going to go to pod racing. Yeah. And the outside was like, "Oh man, is that?" And then you see, like, there like, are oh.
0: some cute yeah. images and such. Like I did like when they were riding those things through the, uh, the field. No, through oh, okay. the um, the Nero city where the lights are even like oh, yeah, coming undone, cool. you know whatever. Yeah. Like, there were a few whatever, but that was like Phantom Menace territory for me, which which mm. um, did not quite work. But, I like that for no w- man. We for didn't, for didn't have once.
1: any. Wa- we didn't have any flying Watto here.
0: We could have like that. Could have been right off screen. I'll just be honest. Just wearing a tuxedo.
2: I'd like for once they're that not actually fighting uh, the Empire or the Martini, First Order.
1: Please. I only fly all the time because my legs were broken. <laughs>
2: were you going to Sorry, just Chisot. I, I liked for once that they weren't fighting the First Order or the Empire. It was literally just, oh, shit, it's the cops. <laughs> I thought that was very fun playing. Um, just talking about uh, the the last scene, which I did actually really enjoy, um, just with the kids. I didn't think that I was actually going like, to go back to them, and they're sort of like talking about – the the rumor the legend of Luke Skywalker and how it inspires hope in them and other stuff like that uh, the the whole line from Luke where he says like I will not be the last Jedi and you think it's going to be Rey. obviously it's it's, it's meant to allude to Rey. but one thing I thought that I noticed and I don't know if I am off base with this when that kid went out and he grabbed the broom did oh, he yeah, Did he yeah. actually grab the broom or did he
0: no he pulled the no, no, that it. that was... was fucking yes. awesome
2: I love that that was just such a nice touch and I was like yeah was like the forces is... no I mean it's a, I it... thought
0: he was just getting ready to be an extra in Mary Poppins mm, come god on, damn man. it Nick I thought
2: <laughs> I thought that was a really nice touch I,
1: I mean I think that the, that actually is somewhat of a microcosm of this entire film yeah. which says just like Disney uh, with uh, the Star- little research.
0: boys everywhere oh god and um, girls. Uh, the girls.
1: Yeah. The and people. The, we don't need the Skywalkers to have the battle versus good and evil. We don't have, need to have the Skywalkers to have the Jedi. Uh, you just need people with a very special set of skills. So, yep. You need the X Men. They
0: need Liam Neeson. <laughs> Liam Neeson.
1: Hey, man. They killed him off in episode one, so, you know.
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot actually Liam Neeson within this movie, or these movies. Yeah,
1: interesting. Um, what is he, Qui-Gon? Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Can we talk about
2: Yoda a little bit?
1: Uh, I almost guffawed when they first showed him, because I thought he looked terrible in yeah, the first. But, but... Then it switched to puppet. Yeah, and it or looked, something yeah. that was—it was a lot better. It was a lot better, a lot better. Yeah, but yeah. the first view of him, I was like, "Oh shit!" That
0: was <laughs> like uh, George Lucas returning the Jedi.
1: Look what I've done to improve this. Yeah. What
2: I'm, what I'm going to say is I, I know that, Alex, I know that at least you thought that Yoda was funny. Like, I, I laughed at, at his line when he was talking about, like, preserving the books, and he just, like, lit it on fire. It's like, oh, yeah, real page-turners, were they? It's like, actually, no, they're really boring as shit. Who cares about these books? I love that. I
1: mean, yeah. As a I mean,
0: librarian, I can't condone his
3: actions. Uh,
1: well, we do know now that um, those aren't the only one in existence because there are other versions of them aboard the millennium falcons so oh yeah that's right yeah that oh, finn yeah. doesn't know what they are so he doesn't even pay attention because yeah. he's just a <laughs> dumb minority i guess oh fuck you anyway <laughs> no, I, um, <laughs> i'm i'm defending his character okay yeah trust me all right
2: <laughs> um but i i think that i really enjoyed that scene with yoda i think that the the effect could have been done better um it him look more ghostly it's like i thought he looked more more concrete more corporeal I than thought, he should have i thought when um, he
1: and luke were closer together it was a lot better when we had the far away view of him i i thought it was it was on the level of um tarkin
2: from rogue one yeah, I mean, I guess Yoda has the the benefit of not actually being an actual fucking human yeah, being. Yeah, but still being like ooh. Yeah, it could have, it could have been done a little bit better, but I'm I'm happy to have seen that character there. It was it was a cool way of yeah. t- of tying it back to. to I mean, we empire. have
1: a we have a very um, now there's definitely a precedent uh, that. Even though you have everything that surrounds the dark side, Mm -hmm. it seems that only people who are on the good side or the light side or on the Jedi side can see reincarnated people because we never see the Emperor or anybody else from the dark side appearing to talk to anybody from the dark side.
2: That's a whole other thing about going all the way back to the IMDB description about learning the secrets of the force. I feel like I don't know anything about the force that i did not already suspect or know from these previous things you're I think on that it, film
1: nine i mean they're, it's
2: they're on film nine and it didn't really go anywhere it's like yeah the force it belongs to everyone it's not just to the jedi i'm just like you're not really building a very strong case for why we don't need the jedi it's like i agree with you that it probably should be disbanded but you're not you're not making a, a strong enough case. Like, I agree with you, but I just think that your no, argument I mean, is shit.
1: That that whole description by Luke uh, surrounding... sweet out
2: your feelings!
1: Well, no, that was stupid. Uh,
2: Love the- is the most powerful force in all of the universe.
1: So anyways, uh, the whole description surrounding Darth Sidious, which uh, that was the first time that this series has even... Nodded to the... Nodded to the prequels. Yeah. Um mentioning Darth Sidious and uh, that when the Jedi were at their strongest is when they had their biggest fall, which I actually thought was absolutely brilliant. Uh, yeah. And actually one of the better lines of dialogue in this film, even though I loved it. I don't think dialogue is his film's strength. It's um, not really a star Wars hallmark, no, so to speak.
0: Not really. Um, also too, uh, it's most famous line of dialogue is exposition, yeah. which is Luke. I am your father. It's true. <laughs> um,
1: and I, I did sneak to the bathroom for three minutes, so maybe I missed it. I did. Uh, This, and I could have missed it in that small part, but uh, um, I think this is the first Star Wars film to not have a character utter the phrase, I've got a bad feeling about this.
0: Oh, you missed it. Did I really? I didn't think so. The only thing you missed was really the introduction to Laura Dursk. I mean, not the actual introduction, but her and... um, what you call it, Poe? Mm-hmm. Having their first confrontation. Which oh well, paints... I got I got the basics of oh, yeah. it then. But that so, was yeah. the whole setup of you're a frat boy and I'm a leader. Yeah. Anyway. yeah okay. Which is what it was. Yeah, pretty much. No,
1: but um, you know, the, I thought this film did so many things right. I mean, just just from Luke showing Ray the Force, and I'll agree with you, Nick, that I think the scenes on the island uh really got bogged down and and I do think that that is one thing that I that I will say about the difference between this and the force awakens is that I feel like that I'm a little concerned going forward that you're going to have a bizarre lack of symmetry between one unit who creates a film and then a completely different one that creates the next one like Disney will never
2: allow that to happen
1: they already have in this film I think what
2: between uh, Force Awakens and this yeah I feel like that there
1: were definitely things that went in a different direction than the Force Awakens went in like to me this is not a Marvel series that is solely focused on having continuity between all the stories like we have so many storylines that were made a big Whoa, deal. Wait of. a
0: minute, this has way more continuity than any Marvel. Okay. Cine- just because Marvel has lines that say, remember when we got that infinity I su- status. Remember the Tesseract! It was a good cube! I think that there is a story bible somewhere.
2: I suppose.
1: Yeah. I mean, However, we're bombarded with mentions of the Knights of Ren and The Force Awakens, the mm-hmm. shot of Ray's parents or whoever That's flying right. away.
2: Where the fuck are the Knights of Ren here? I don't even know what the fuck that is. No, because... And I watched
0: that movie like three days ago. No,
2: because we we have the the mention from Luke when he's talking about how he woke up from the debris and he saw that Kylo destroyed the temple and took a bunch of students with him. And that's the... Those are the fucking Knights of Ren. Uh, Where the fuck are those
0: people? Yeah, probably on the ship. Okay. At
1: any rate, uh, I feel like there are some things from The Force Awakens... That were taken here and pretty much said we don't really want to continue with this. So I we're mean, just gonna I'm not saying that there
0: aren't going to be dropped threads. I mean, Maz Kanata literally tells uh, Rey at one point, um, uh, "That's a story for another time." And I don't know if we're going to get that right um, as far as how it got there. So I'm not saying that the Force Awakens didn't set up things that are not going to come into fruition, but. That's I mean Marvel movies do that too in abundance,
1: I suppose, but we're talking about a one to one here, like there's not you know twenty different Marvel films that have let things go, and yeah. not they- i mean we've got the Force awakens that to me uh feels like the last Jedi has taken what it wanted to continue on its story, and everything else that was set up that wasn 't really a major oh, part of what the characters wanted to do or what Disney wanted to do they just right. kind of left and didn't say anything Oh about my god.
2: They, that's even the ha- they even have a line um, uh, previously between like Supreme Leader Snoke to Kylo Ren not in this film of course. Yeah, where he calls
1: him the leader of the Knights he of He says Ren. like
2: even you master of the Knights of Ren have yeah. never faced such a test. What the fuck
0: is <laughs> with this shit? I think that was shit? just Snoke just like making fun of him. Like, no! The Knights of Ren like died of like
2: cholera or something. <laughs> I, I, to- I totally see where Alex is coming from. Okay, I, I yeah, that this is uh
1: No, I, I I guess more what I'm referring to is that I feel like that to me at least there's I mean Kathleen Kennedy is the leader of Lucasfilm, I guess now, but like, like this doesn't have a Kevin Kevin Feige, is that his name?
2: Fahey. Fahey?
1: For, Fahey. From Marvel? Yeah. 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 It doesn't have one single person, or it doesn't have Zack Snyder, uh, leading the entire charge and making sure that every film is serving all of the other films. It's like, designed it, by committee. Uh, thank
0: God for that. <laughs> and and I agree. Kevin Feige not doing a good job no, at that. No, <laughs>
1: I'm with you. But uh, I guess I'm saying that it feels like... Yeah there's not a extreme continuity between all, which I I'm think is totally though, fine. I think it's totally fine because right, right, I want right. all of these films to be able to be surviving yeah. on their own.
0: As someone, so. you just watched all these movies again, right? For the most part. Except for Return of the Jedi. That's the only one I missed oh. out on. But I'm guessing if you watched that trilogy, there's got to be some more things there where things were brought up. Because A, the first movie itself was never meant to spawn anything.
1: I- I'll say this: I think those films were the scripts were way more simpler than well, scripts and that's of today. true
0: by nature of the era that they mm-hmm. came out. And, which, which, is, but is, I'm is talking it, like Boba Fett. We don't know who Boba Fett is, or like I, I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm yeah. grasping at wrong because I barely remember these movies. But yeah. I'm sure there are things in. But he shows the, up
1: and. If you had no knowledge of the prequels or whatever, he's just a bounty hunter who happens to show up. Right.
2: I mean, it, yeah. to 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 me, it seems like they retroactively made him significant because they yeah. saw that there was a fan appeal to it.
1: Yeah, and there was money to be made, so there you go. Um, to me at least, it just uh, this film did not continue on with every thread that Force Awakens tried to open. Well, which then is there's totally hope
3: fine.
1: That.
0: Uh, We'll have some in the third film. No, I was just... Actually, you joke, but hold on. First, let me finish my thought, which is mm-hmm. that there's hope that they'll drop Rose as a character. And <laughs> B, um, because Dude. we... I don't what? She's a don't, horrible character. I don't think that's going to happen, though. Like, what? Yeah, I don't think so either. No, they'll <laughs> kill her off in the first... <laughs> dance. <Yeah. laughs> anyway, it would be great if she had the exact same fate as her sister. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Fuck, it, Nick. Fuck. It's just so bad. I'm sorry, but like, it, really, you guys like that character? I yeah. didn't. Really,
1: I didn't.
2: She I, seems didn't, nice.
1: I didn't really have a strong opinion either way. I.
0: I, I, I know, didn't... She arrived at the rich people's planet. She's like, ah, these guys just really get my goat. Mm. They're spending money and they're hitting animals like. Argh. I thought I think it's a little more
2: complicated than uh,
0: that. Oh, yeah. bull! Fucking she, shit! This I movie did not to, set up any kind no, of. No, she actually talks no. about like what her history For was. Two seconds. Like, this, All I'm saying is like this dude, does not support her. I think
2: you're being facetious in that, but um, I'm
0: literally not being facetious. You can disagree, but I'm not lying. I think her mm.
2: character is an extreme
1: simpleton. Yeah, I don't think that, that she's a simpleton. She's I think introduced she's simple. as a
0: crying. I'm just saying she's just there to have emotions. Okay. I
1: tase people when they try to escape. Yeah, that's right. what I think about. Hey, you know what? I'll, I'll blame them for that. That's, how they say that. that's, your, that's your first impression
2: of that, that, that character. I don't think that she's a, 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 a particularly like, dynamic character, but I don't think that she's a simpleton. Um, well, I'm going to have to disagree. She with, uses I'm her disagree with that. final okay.
0: moment in the film to kiss somebody who, for all intents and purposes, has never once... <laughs>
2: actually expressed attraction to her or made it. Yeah, I think that that is... I'm sorry, but
0: that's the denouement of this character in this movie. So that is what we are left with as some kind of encapsulation, which is that love reigns supreme in her delusional world.
2: And it's sort of... Man, I don't know how to... (laughs) Like, you're, you're, you're asking, like...
1: I was kind of pulling for her to
2: die, like When, there, was, way, when, when so. has love ever been fucking complicated or ever been realistic within the context of Star Wars? Oh, like, I, the only fucking reason no. why Leia ends up hooking up with, or, or, or ends up in a relationship because Luke is with... Because
1: her brother and she can't fuck
2: him. No, like, that was actually, like, written after the fact. Uh, it's still yeah yeah. Uh, he didn't know where to go with that because he doesn't know how to write romance. Oh,
1: by the way, uh, I Ray, Ray, I fucks the shit out of Poe Dameron here, so that's maybe gonna be a storyline. Um. Ray and Poe Dameron,
0: oh, they look at the end. Mm. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. They're
1: trying to sell that. Mm. And here's the one thing: or the other, I'm maybe.
0: not really for that. And yet, there was more chemistry in that stare <laughs> than there was in, in an well, entire. Uh, I Chitty Chitty Bang Bang storyline of first of all, of, Oscar
1: Isaac is a fantastic actor. It's who's true? He's who,
0: got chemistry with
1: everybody. Who's ended up in these weird major Hollywood films like this and X Men Apocalypse? Yet these aren't really his bag. So, oh. and not that he's doing a bad job, but this these are not where he's best suited for. I ship
0: Poe with everybody. Like, I would have totally been fine with like Poe having sex with Leia to bring her back to life. That would have
1: been something. Yeah,
0: mm. that would have been
1: something. All right, let's talk about that. Um, Leia, yeah, yeah. Leia and Luke actually. Yeah. Because uh, if you, how were... are they going to write her off?
0: First, I really quickly okay. I want to know what you guys think about that before we even get into the character.
1: I actually have to say that I um, very much applaud Disney because I feel like this was their original story and they stuck to it because it would have been very easy to just kill her off.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm picturing two ships in the night. It's been a long time till I see you again. You could have just left her
3: in...
0: You could have,
1: you could have just left her in space. And just called it a day. I don't Actually, I thought that was the dumbest scene of the entire film, to be Which honest one? with you. Uh, where she, like, stuck her hand out and floated back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was trying hard not to laugh because I'm pretty <laughs> sure there were people in that audience that were, like, either tearing up or something. Oh, my God. Just because, it was, you know, but I was like, like... I thought
2: they were literally just going to kill her off Yeah, she got sucked uh, out of the And that's lock. why
0: I, like, stopped my laugh because I'm like, I can't laugh at, like, the Leia dusting if that's what's going to happen, yeah. especially if they're literally... Going with the saintly, angelic like departure, but um... you could have just let her die there. That would have been fine. Yeah, I mean they could have, but because at first I was like, oh, blown away, and I was like, that's so
2: sad, and yet I think that feels right. Then you're pretty hmm? much cutting out like her last.
0: But then well. she had a Mary Poppins that shit. Uh, that
2: that, that is... was what they planned on having. Like she's, I guess, the daughter but... of of. Anakin Skywalker and uh, it's always been sort of hinted that she had like sort of yeah really but I,
1: I'm good I'm I'm really good with whatever because this series really does whatever it wants yeah that's totally fine yeah
0: but I thought uh, her force was only an extension of Luke's force like mm, they could I'm, talk to each other
1: I don't, okay you know, okay I said I, I thought yeah. I, I'll back up here for a second and I will go with the one unanimous thing that all movies that involve space are and that is humans cannot breathe in space and yet she's, well, still she's alive. not human
2: You also have explosions Ugh. that are loud in space too fucking that shouldn't be possible No, I'm just saying that's what we're talking about right now. It's like this is a fucking space opera. Let they me can ask do whatever the fuck they question.
0: want. A question, is there a precedent set for whatever the fuck Luke does in the end um when he does a
2: force production ghost? Yeah. Um, I mean,
0: one that that's fucking elaborate, where he's got props and shit, props that are somehow what also props? what props? His lightsaber. Like they have a lightsaber fight. Yeah, no, they don't. They never yeah, touch they, lightsabers. They never touch. Not once. Nope. Oh. Really? Nope. He just runs away from it every
2: time. I'll have to go back and watch that. I swear to God, there was one actually. Nope. I think that yeah, like. Were you keeping right. track of that? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I, I just noticed it.
1: That, uh, that was something I was going to bring up about yeah. this film, actually, not necessarily that specific thing. But um, <laughs> uh, a complaint that I heard from a few people from The Force Awakens is that there weren't enough lightsaber duels. And boy, howdy, are those people going to be upset because. Nope. Nobody duels their lightsabers in this entire film. What? Mm. Wait, what? Nobody mm-hmm. duels? Nope.
0: Not once. Captain Phasma and That's not a lightsaber. Wait, people are gonna get that fucking picky about this? Yes. Oh yeah. It's fucking oh, Star yeah. Wars, dude. I know what okay. the name of the franchise is. <laughs> Thank you... you very much. But Luke But I'm saying, like, yeah. how does that not satisfy an appetite in that? I'm not saying it doesn't. That's fucking but crazy. I'm this saying, is why I don't yeah. like these goddamn movies. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: this this film and in the first film... Oh, I kept film... thinking
0: with how many great quote-unquote
1: lightsaber fights there were. And, and that's correct, but nobody duels with their lightsabers. Mm-hmm. They're fighting either guards or they're phantom fighting or whatever, which I'm okay with because that actually sets up a enormous lightsaber duel between Le- or Leia, sorry, Ray <laughs> and uh, Kylo Ren in the final film, which, you know, hopefully, because of everything that the prequels did that was shit, which it did a lot of that, uh, there, in my mind, is currently no better lightsaber battle than the final scene between Obi-Wan and Anakin in the third film, which was fantastic. Mm. Oh,
0: I thought you were going to say the one where it was like the double... That
1: was fun too, but the actual lightsaber duel between the two of them was actually very well done. Um, and we got, I mean, now the lightsaber scene with uh, Ray and Kylo Ren was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. But if you want to get nitpicky, it wasn't a duel. So,
0: yeah. Wow. Nerds are nitpicky, so they're all over Uh, that shit. I'm aware. (laughs) Can I say I thought it was... Like like you said, we're on the ninth movie. So mm-hmm. I was a little su- what, eighth technical as far as uh, yeah. I'm not counting Rogue One right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was surprised that after all this, after Supreme Snoke dies, that they revealed that he had an apprentice that was in the Iraq War that actually took over for Supreme Snoke going on moving forward. That was pretty interesting. Sure.
2: Yeah. I know what you're alluding to. I get that reference. I've never seen that film, but I know what you're talking about. Oh, wait. That's not fucking goddamn it! <laughs> Fuck! Wow, that was pretty... <laughs> I love that. Okay. Wow,
0: anyway. Oh, you don't know what I'm alluding to? Jig- I know. Jigsaw?
2: No. He, oh, Adam Driver actually served in the... In the yeah, movie.
0: I wasn't alluding to any real world. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway. Wait, why did you say I've seen that film if that's what you were <laughs> thinking? Because that, that wasn't a film. That was real life.
2: I'm done. Right.
1: I guess so. <laughs> Who wants to go to Final Thoughts? Yeah, I do. Go ahead, Nick. Thank Tucson, you. Or <laughs>
2: Toussaint. Either one. Go, Nick.
0: I'll go because I don't have much to say. Yeah. Um, I thought these were a uh, great movie. No. I thought this was all right. Um, it was fun. Was so this like, better than Force Awakens for
1: you overall?
0: <sighs> so here's where I'm t- conflicted, just like Kylo Ren. Um, I thought that like, if I were to sit down to watch one, I might choose The Force Awakens because it goes by quicker. And, you know, there's some whatever. And I thought the humor in The Force Awakens was a lot more organic and just kind of cute. Here, I feel like they doubled down on a lot of things that didn't need to be doubled, whether it's the, you know, like BB-8 a huge sensation in the first movie, which is totally fine. But between BB-8, Porg's, uh, Pokemon ice creatures, um, teats and other whatnot, I thought the cuteness factor just kinda I mean and also too, like was even derivative of twenty seventeen alone, like when the porg hits the uh the porg hits the fan. Yeah, the window, um actually. Uh like that was like a baby Groot actual like baby Groot already did that this year. Which is all I thought porgs were. Were trying to recapture that exact same uh, hysteria. Yes. Um, I'm just saying, like it's 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 weird that like there's already a million pork jokes in this movie, so that and so that one of them would be a retread of anyway. Um, I just thought some of that stuff was just doubled upon that I just didn't need, um, and I definitely did not really care for most of everything that happened at the. Jedi island place um but i was happy to see certain faces get more screen time like poe dameron and leia um especially mm-hmm. and um even even though i don't really love mark hamill cuz i think he's a really bad actor and i think it's like always going to well not always cuz now won't be but like that was always this like series achilles heel was that its lead or in this case it's legend whatever its anchor um was always a person who was either a bland character or in certain instances a bland actor um i'll I'll give him credit in the sense that i feel like he's never been better than he is in these movies or in this movie um Like, his wink to C-3PO was probably his finest acting moment in the entire franchise. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I didn't mind that as much as I thought I would. And, I don't know, it's like for every moment I liked in this movie, there's also something I didn't like. You know, like, there's great battles, but then there are hilariously dropped characters like Captain Phasma, and that's like a one-two punch of something that happens one right after the other, and um, so I'll give it a three out of five. I think it's slightly more competent than The Force Awakens when it comes to telling a complete story, because The Force Awakens only works on a moment-by-moment basis, and it's kind of a crazy, like, just drifting through space story, whereas here... From start to finish, there's an actual domino effect of how we get from one scene to another. And I appreciated that. But it is still, for very good purpose, pure Star Wars, which means that, for me, it's half pure bullshit, half kind of fun to watch. So, yeah, three out of five.
1: Right on.
2: Um... I'm gonna give this a three out of five because I thought that it was a good film. I think that it is a superior film than uh Force Awakens. I think that it's definitely a step up. It distinguishes this uh this trilogy of Star Wars from the original and from the prequels. I think that it is probably the the film in, in the 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 Star Wars franchise that has the most personality in my opinion. Mm. Um I think that uh it makes use of all of its characters rather effectively. Whether you want to agree with that on the the respective rows or not, I agree with that character. I enjoyed that character. And even if I thought Benicio Del Toro's character was annoying with his lips, lisp, I think that – um and with his lips. With his lisp. Um, well, it was I actually he,
1: more of a stutter than a lisp.
2: Well, fuck it. Okay. Yeah, it, it, was, it wasn't even that memorable. I think that even in the, the scenes that he was on screen, I think that he had at least something to offer. So I'm going to give this a three out of five. Okay.
1: I really think that this is uh the pinnacle of what Disney's Star Wars is going to reach. I can't wait
2: for 5 more.
1: Yeah. And that's I think ultimately not necessarily a downfall, but it's 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 something you have to strive for, but th- this series will never reach the heights of what the first two films in the series were able to bring because you had Star Wars being something that was completely new and completely created uh, from scratch and the first two films being A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back uh, brought something so interesting and um, engaging to so many different groups of people which is what makes this, this series so interesting is that so many people love it for whatever reason, um, and, and you're never going to get that initial pull that those
0: first two films had anymore. Can I say something as to what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Um, if we compare the hype, so to speak, surrounding when these when these movies first came out, the, especially the first two, uh, particularly the second one, when people knew what Star Wars was but had no idea where Star Wars was going, you mm-hmm. know, and just how fucking crazy. People were in the theater to to be able to watch these I have no idea whatever It's kind of interesting because I think you're right in that but it's also paired with the fact that Disney is clearly not interested in going a new direction like they are still in my yeah. opinion plotting a safe course because if you look at the things in our own screening that people reacted to and people clapped at it was always a reaffirmation of either the status quo or something that people would know were coming anyway Uh, for example one of the biggest claps was the Luke's still alive, and then does his dirt-off-the-shoulder thing, which, like, if that's what gets people clapping in a theater when they're watching Star Wars, like, Disney, that that just shows that Disney knows exactly what they're doing, and they will also never burst out of that bubble, in my opinion, to try to challenge uh, Star Wars viewers in the same way that that original sequel did, which was upend everything Uh, the viewer thought about this world and good and evil. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. uh, And that's the the most that they're willing to broach. That is through the injection of, of a, of a gray morality, like parable that not even a parable. It's, it's not even a fucking parable. It's just like, Oh wow. Did you know that people die sometimes? And that's really sad. Did you know that people like sell weapons and shit? Isn't that, isn't that fucked up?
1: And I think, I think that's ultimately, though, what what I have to say about this film is that this film um, does so many things that I feel like are important to this franchise for the new characters and for for the old characters, for the new fans and for the old fans. I mean, this literally has a lot of things for everybody who is an actual Star Wars fan. And if you're not a fan of the series, which is totally fine because a lot of people aren't. Um, I think that this is an entertaining film as well. I mean, there's there's comedy here, there's some decent drama, there's some that's not so great, but uh, I think the things that are in this film that are not the best are also small in comparison to the parts that are very good. I mean, we have so many things that happen here that are just fantastic, whether it's killing off... Somewhat major characters, which we have three somewhat major characters uh, who are killed off in this with varying degrees, including Snoke, uh, Captain Phasma, and Luke Skywalker, who dies at the very end of the film. Um, and you know what? That's that's something that I'll, I'll say Marvel has never gotten is that it that has no grasp on stakes within its series, which this this series obviously does. I mean. And not trying to compare it with something like the Sopranos or anything like that, but it creates characters that need to have a beginning and an end and don't just need to be continuous characters throughout an entire series that will last for eternity. Like they, each one of the characters that is in this series is an actual character and not just a continuous projection that needs to go on for an infinity amount of films. Um, so I, I feel like, this film does a lot of things that make it feel like its own. Uh, and it has a lot of things that are hallmarks of this series. Like you actually have real Star Wars in this series. Because we see uh, the opening scene, uh, the, the uh, scene where... They chase each other through hyperspace uh you see actual fights in in, that happen in space and and so much of this film takes place in space which is awesome because you don't get that in a lot of the other star wars films actually which is kind of weird for a film called star wars um (laughs) and there's just a lot of moments that for me are awesome here um Nothing will be better than the two moments uh, that make this film stand out from actually a lot of other Star Wars films. Uh, The battle uh, in Snoke's chambers, which actually are really cool, too,
2: by the way. Yeah, I I love the uh, the color.
1: The look of it. I mean, just walking in and seeing Hugh Hefner in the flesh uh, is something. (laughs) Um, And having his guards and seeing uh, the battle scene where they kind of team up uh, is, is... such a single serving moment because they don't end up you know being a team but in that exact moment Mm -hmm. uh, it's something so cool or do they yeah we'll see Uh, but it it was a great moment for this film Um, and this and I already mentioned it but the scene when uh, Laura Dern's character pulls the uh, Alliance ship into hyperdrive to fly through uh, is just such an awesome moment that I can't believe that I at least haven't thought about. Oh, that'd be cool. Like, I've thought about, why doesn't the Death Star go into hyperdrive ever? And we got that sort of answered in Rogue One. But, like, this is something that was so awesome that at the same time uh, is amazing that no one's really ever at least made a big mention of, why hasn't someone thought about this? Well, it's suicide mission for the most part. And... it it, it just looks so great. And that's that's something that I guess I want to close on is that this film does so many things well that its faults, to me at least, uh, go underneath uh, pretty much everything because I think for the most part, this is what Disney needs to strive for for however long they're going to do Star Wars films is a crowd-pleasing film, which this definitely is, uh, that is compulsively entertaining uh from start to finish and even though it drags at points which I definitely think it does I don't think it's to the point where it's like well those last 50 minutes were a waste like I think there are dead spots throughout it that get brought back up and then drop back down so um this is a fantastic film that is one of the best entries in the series in my opinion and um I think this is this is what People have been wanting to see ever since Empire Strikes Back, to be totally honest with you. And Mm -hmm. I think this is the highest level they've reached since then. So I'm going to give this a very high rating, which I feel like I could lower on a second viewing. Um, But I'm going to give this a four and a half out of five. Uh, And I think that this is probably the pinnacle of of the Star Wars series for a while.
3: Yeah.
1: I I know. I I, I don't know what else... they can do nine films in Mm -hmm. that's going to be more enjoyable. Not that it's going to be better, but more enjoyable in a film viewing experience because, uh, this had a lot of things that, that were just, I I thought fun to see in the theater, especially, I mean, everyone's going to see it, but, but this is a film that is made to be watched with people and friends.
2: Um, I'm going to miss saying. uh I'm going to miss Carrie Fisher. She was great in this film. I think um,
1: they're going to miss Carrie Fisher too because they yeah. laid it out that the, she was going to be a factor in the third film.
2: They
0: laid it out.
2: This is uh going to be Gloria Foster in the Matrix all over again for me. Oh, um, they're not going to replace her. I know, but it's just like you have a character that was sort of like a, a, a emotional core center.
0: What's ironic is that after The Force Awakens, I wouldn't have said that this franchise was going to miss her. And I don't mean that like literally mm. as far as like I know what she is and was. She didn't have much to <laughs> right. offer Force yeah. Awakens. And I, and I don't think that was like fault of her own, but the, there was really no preparing for her, at least how integral she is to this uh, entry. and, and, what probably would have been the entire franchise moving, or the trilogy moving forward. Um, so, yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, the, the final film in this trilogy um, is not that it wasn't going to ever be, but they've really set it up now and not necessarily that they've wanted to because now with Carrie Fisher being gone, that whole storyline needs to be somewhat eliminated. But you think it'll say General Leia has disappeared in the opening crawl? Uh, oh wow! They'll probably end with her funeral or something like that. Like they just had her funeral and
0: she passed away, and
1: do something. By the way, of... we
0: walked out um, before we could see. I saw it posted on Twitter, but someone snapped a picture of the in loving memory of our princess oh, okay. Carrie Fisher.
3: Okay. Anyway. Mm. Okay.
1: Um, <laughs> you know the, the the final film in this is, is going to be completely centered around. Kylo Ren and Rey and um that's something you can't say about the other Star Wars films because they've had so many other outside factors and now you've got the (laughs) even if it's by you know a death of an actual person you've got the leader of the uh rebellion although Poe Dameron's kind of that too but you've got the leader of rebellion the leader of the uh first order and actually coming together in some sort of war probably so uh another thing that we didn't really talk about boy it uh i was already like kind of on board with it although it was really kind of you know slow played in the uh force awakens but the relationship between kylo ren and general hawks is fantastic uh, and a lot of it has to do with Adam Driver and Dom Hall Gleason. I agree.
2: I went from uh, talking shit about you to being choked out and thrown against a fucking panel. But but, was...
1: but but he lies to him too, which is it makes it that right. much better for yeah. the continuing on because um, he says that uh, Ray, Ray killed, did that. Him. yeah, not right. him. So it, it's it's an interesting dynamic. But that their relationship is is honestly, they are they are two brothers, and it, it's great. Two brothers, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll see how how that goes on from here. So, yeah, it seems like overall pretty positive thoughts for uh, the Last Jedi. So good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm happy that they that they put out a film that was worth it. Yeah. So if you have any thoughts on on the Last Jedi or um, any other Star Wars thoughts, uh, which is fine, uh, you can send them on to us at Film at gmail dot com or also find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Film Tank Show. So, coming up on our next episode, which I'm not sure if it'll be our last episode of the year, but it could be, right before the holidays, uh myself and Nick are going to get together and do an episode on the film Brawl in Cell Block 99, which I know you've seen already Nick and I haven't. And, oh, hell yeah. Uh this is an interesting film not necessarily because not because of the storyline, but uh Vince Vaughn, who's had a really kind of rocky road for the last decade pretty much, uh, shows up in this lead role here and he's
0: great in it.
1: Yeah, and I I've heard good things about it. I haven't seen it yet, but I I'm I'm looking forward to it and it's um you know, it, it it's gonna be a fun film for me and you just to sit and chat about because especially at this time of year when you either get blockbusters or you get films that are baiting for Oscars or actually worthy of it, like Phantom Thread or The Shape of Water. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, this is just kind of a, a small, somewhat low-budget film yeah.
0: that um, has caught on in a somewhat
1: cult following already. So I
0: mostly picked it. Because I thought it would be something that we didn't have, we won't have to rack our brains discussing, <laughs> as far as like it's not intellectual in nature. Mm-hmm. But I do think you can't not watch it and at least have something to say, even if it's just a guttural noise, because it it gets you when it wants to. So. Okay, I'm looking forward to it,
1: and um, that could be our last episode of the year. And um, I'm I'm definitely uh, intrigued. We- so. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: so from Nick Cheney to Sat Egan, myself, Alex Diekman, thank you guys, and thank you to the listener for joining us here on Film Tank. We will catch up with you next time. And may the force be with you always.